This is the Contractor's Corner podcast series from Solar Power World. Welcome to another edition of Contractor's Corner. I'm host Kelly Pickerel, and today we're joined by Brian Lawley. He is president of EGT Solar, a primarily residential solar installer based in Meridian, Idaho. So nice to have you on today, Brian. Thank you, Kelly. So why don't you tell me a little bit about how EGT Solar got started? Uh, we started in 2009 um, in a market um, here in, based out of Boise, Idaho, that pretty much did not exist at that current point in time. So uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to have our thumb on you know, the regulatory side of the industry and write the state of Idaho's interconnection guidelines on how solar was to be implemented here on the grid side with the utilities. Um, so yeah, we kind of, uh, my business partner comes out of Northern California, um, Sonoma, Sonoma Valley area, and I grew up here, Idaho native in Twin Falls, Idaho, and uh, kind of met through a collision of fate, and it just kind of took off from that point um, after about the first two years of building the market and kind of strategizing as to how we wanted to build our platform. We, uh, you know, after that first two-year mark, we started to really take off and typically grow year over year, you know, double or triple, so it was a a fun experience. Awesome. Okay. So what type of projects are you guys specializing in? Are you also doing a little solar hot water? Uh, we do. Uh, uh, we, we run with uh, Sun Bandit product, um, different from evacuated tubes that, you know, we want to avoid running water up and over a roof. Um, in our cold winter climate here, that's, uh, you know, liability for that is, is pretty heavy. So we went to a system called Sun Bandit, which we've been very happy with. Uh, it's all PV based, um, has its own AC micro inverters attached to that system, um, runs independent of the electrical grid. Um, so it's a really sophisticated uh, tank technology, which, you know, allows, uh, you know, no less than, th- no more than three degrees temperature drop overnight. So it's a very effective system. Um, but our, our model really was built on uh, holistic energy, meaning that, you know, we go in with a client and look at other areas and opportunities like solar attic fans. Um, we were changing out LED lights, you know, which you'll see a lot of solar companies do now today. Um, we started doing that clear back in 2009 um, as a way to, you know, limit the number of panels that we had to use on a given project for a client and increase their, their rate of return and, and time to payback. So, uh, but we specialize traditionally here in Idaho market, um, commercial and residential, primarily, you know, about 70, 70% residential, 30% commercial is kind of our mix right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since you guys have kind of been around, like you said, since the very beginning, how has the Idaho solar market changed and, and what is it like now? Uh, it's been really interesting. You know, I'd say over about five years ago, we had a couple companies, you know, start to move in here from from other markets um, regionally here around us, primarily Utah. Um, when they started going through some of the net metering uh, debates, we'll call it, with Rocky Mountain Power there in Utah, um, you know, they came in with some pretty heavy marketing dollars, and and I think that's been uh, very beneficial for us, being the the true local and highly branded company here that everyone knows of um, as you know, that marketing money has created a, an immense amount of awareness in our market. Um, and thus five years ago, we started to see really unprecedented growth compared to other other states in, in the country. Uh, because when we started here, Kelly, there was, there was, this is almost laughable, but there was 54 installations in the entire state of Idaho when we started. <laughs> um, and today we're up over, 
I think the last number we saw was up over 2,800 installations here in the state. So it's been growing substantially. I think from year end, 2017 numbers were were one of the top three, you know, growing solar markets in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. So changed quite a bit. Uh, lots more, a lot more competition. Um, you know, a lot more. We, we have a very interesting uh, battery market here for a lot of the new lithium technology that's that's out and about today. Um, so we play with a lot of the, you know, latest and greatest in the lithium battery technology world, and that's been very beneficial for us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What is the energy storage conversation like in Idaho? Are people asking for battery backup? Yeah. In fact, um, as of January this year, we're one of 15 companies in the country, you know, that had taken and gone through LG's certification and training course on their their the LG Chem batteries, mm-hmm. and we put 42 of those out in the market here in Idaho since September, um, which is top in the United States for, for battery sales. So we have a very unique, um, I'd say prepper leaning towards prepper market here. Okay. Um, a lot of people, you know, in rural areas are, are asking for that. Um, it's not so much an issue with the utility here, like other States with power quality and, and, you know, grid capacity being a major, major issue and driving force with that, but it's more, um, personal viewpoints and standpoints here in a in a pretty conservative state overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are the Idaho utilities supportive of solar? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say yes and no. We we actually last week just got um, through with um, a net metering rate case here in Idaho um, that was being looked at by other regional states, obviously, to see what was going to happen there. Um, with the aim from Idaho Power, our our single monopoly style utility here, um, trying to isolate and change the rate class for net metering clients here in the state of Idaho, um, and that went very favorable towards the industry last week. And I think that there's going to be, um, you know, a three to five year time window before the the Idaho Public Utilities Commission even allows them to, you know, bring that to the table um, for a second time around. And so. Um, we've done a really good job with our nonprofit organization, the Idaho Clean Energy Association, to you know basically make alliances with all other renewable energy company and and owners you know throughout the state of Idaho. So we come in as a large you know conglomerate type group that that has some some pretty good lobby power um, against the utilities trying to you know negatively affect net metering. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a common thing across the country. <laughs> Sure is, yeah, and that's uh, you know, but I, I think that's twofold. It's uh, you know, we're kind of in the perfect storm here. We have some of the fastest rising projected power costs in the country um, because of the population increase, um, which you know we see all these these top cities in the country to move to, and and Boise made that top city this year. So um, we're projected to have 350,000 people move into our valley within the next five years. Um, thus putting a lot of uh, back-end pressure on Idaho Power to, you know, to meet that consumer demand and scale up on infrastructure, which is all passed through cost, as you well know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, as the faster the utility rates go up, the quicker solar clients' uh, money is recouped. Um, thus, it's, you know, I think that's the, the, the main driving factor be- behind the immense growth that we've seen, you know, primarily over the last, you know, three to five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that you're working with the the LG Chem 
battery, and I also noticed that you guys really like LG's black solar modules. So I was just wondering kind of what drew you to that type of solar panel, especially like for the residential market? Well, in a, in a new market where it's an emerging market, you know, I think the HOAs and, you know, there's just kind of a black eye in the industry going back, you know, 30, 40 years in our country on the, the look of solar panels in a residential application and, and being an eyesore and creating glare and all these, you know, negative things that we've heard over the years. And so, you know, when we started, you know, we're primarily a solar world, uh, black on black module dealer. We do, we do do a lot of LG as well. Uh, but when we started, that was the primary um, requirement of most of the HOA and, and management companies here in our in our region um, to allow a black-on-black install to look more streamlined, low-profile, and, and not create so much of a scary look of kind of a checkerboard theory with the white back sheet and the silver frame that, that a lot of markets are still using. Mm-hmm. Do you find like a lot of your customers kind of prefer those too? Uh, honestly, I, I don't think that there's, I think we've done three or four other installations, you know, kind of specialty one-off installations that, that have not been black on black panels, um, because they do look so good on a roof and, mm-hmm. um, you know, blend really well. And, you know, most, you know, most people aren't out there to, to <laughs> you know, live next to people for many years and, and create an enemy. Right. Um, and so, you know, most people, you know, knowing that they're, a tad less efficient because of the black and the heat that they're, you know, that they're not dissipating near as, near as well as the white back sheets. Um, most customers don't, you know, don't even factor that into their decision. They just want it to look, um, you know, look as high end as it possibly could and as streamlined to the roof as it, as it can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's been your experience now with the 30% solar panel tariffs in effect? You know, it, it really hasn't affected us in any fashion uh, because we've always been primarily U.S. I mean, you know, in, our inverter mix is, you know, obviously Enphase, Micros, Solar Edge, a lot of the Store Edge paired with the LG, and then um, we're recently um, converted over to doing a lot of PICA systems, if you're familiar with that, mm-hmm. um, which are paired with the Panasonic battery, which um, we're putting a ton of those out in the market right now. Um, so, yeah, it's you know, the tariffs really haven't had an effect on us. I mean, we've got a couple, you know, really large, you know, two to three megawatt type commercial projects specked out that, that may have an effect on some of that pricing, um, you know, because in those arenas, using a U.S.-made panel is, is just non-economical. And so those jobs, I think, are, you know, which isn't our primary mix, I think we're, we'll, you know, we'll see a little bit of pushback there and pricing adjustments there, but I don't think enough to, to make a huge effect on us and our business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since you're going to have so many people coming into Idaho, you're probably going to get some more solar competition. So what do you think sets EGT Solar out from the crowd? Um, you know, I think we're kind of one of the dying breed of of solar companies and the fact that we're a full design build. So we're a licensed electrical contractor for the purposes of solar only, which, you know, as as you've seen across the country, most most companies take you know, door-to-door sales reps out of other other industries like pest control and alarm sales and things like that and, and throw them out on the, the next greatest thing as solar. Um, I, I don't agree with that. Um, you know, we, we really strive to educate our client base on what they're buying and, you know, make it a good fit, you know, with the philosophy of do it, do it once, do it right. And, you know, and that's really what separates us is we're local. Uh, Idaho people are very partial to keeping their money local. 
Um, so, you know, when they find out that the company's coming in from out of state or it's a national brand, they're far less apt to use them regardless of price if they know that, that money is going to leave the state of Idaho and, and be spent elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so we, we drive that message home pretty hard. Um, and our holistic model that we've used and started with, and, you know, we've seen that at Solar Power International over the year, we've seen a lot of companies converting to that type of model where they're including nest thermostats and solar attic fans and, you know, light tubes and, you know, LED lighting. And I think that really distinguishes us um, from the very beginning of kind of being the trailblazers with that model. Um, and, you know, so I think, you know, branding for us uh, being very, you know, tried and true, a local Idaho born and raised company um, really sets us apart. And then, you know, I think the biggest thing is our track record on equality within the jurisdiction, electrical jurisdictions and the inspections circles here in the state. Um, our, our work is very high quality on the electrical side of things, and we don't cut corners um, to ensure long-term, you know, reliability and integrity in a system. So mm-hmm. um, that's really what our what our overall reputation is here in, in most of the circles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you guys are, are pretty busy, but... It, is there anything that can be improved? What what would you change to kind of boost solar sales in your area? Um, you know, I I don't know if there's a, a secret sauce to that. I think uh, I think the demand is definitely here. Um, you know, it, relative to our company, I think you know staffing up on the sales side and and you know the the tough challenge we have you know and and I think a lot of other states are in the same position is the trade industries are you know the busiest that they've ever been in our country and so finding good quality you know individuals on an electrical journeyman side of things that that really fit our culture that we've created here is is really challenging and I think that's challenging for any solar company in the United States right now to keep scaling up on the outside install crew portion of things and so I think that if if we remedy that, I think that, you know, sales fall right in line because the demand is, is certainly there. We we almost can't handle the volume of, of, you know, interest and leads that we have available to us. Mm-hmm. So what is EGT Solar's plan for the next few years? Uh, building out a new facility uh, we hope to move into here at the uh, towards the end of this year. Um, which will allow for you know much larger warehouse space and some wholesaling opportunities um, with our relationships that we've built with you know distributors across the country, um, and really just you know keep it on our growth path and our trying to hit our growth projections to to eclipse the the 15 million mark is kind of the goal for us. So um, yeah, just keeping our heads down one day at a time and and trying to uh, maintain our market share here in the state. And potentially look at other markets, you know, you know, within the state of Idaho, not really outside of the state of Idaho. We don't really have any aims to grow and expand into a national brand by any stretch of the imagination. So we've got an office location here in uh, Boise or Meridian, Idaho, and then a second location two hours south of here down in Twin Falls, Idaho, which has been uh, we've had up up and running since May of last year. That's been uh, a, a very good a very good office location for us. Mm-hmm. So. Keep grinding. That's the plan. <laughs> well, I wish you guys luck for sure. Um, <laughs> thanks for thanks for talking to me today. Letting me get to know EGT Solar. No problem. I appreciate your time, Kelly. This has been another edition of Contractors Corner. Join us each month as editor Kelly Pickerel chats with solar installers across the country. Thanks for listening to the Solar Power World podcast. 
Visit us online to hear more great podcasts, view industry videos, and read our great editorial content. SolarPowerWorldOnline.com. See you back here next month.